Welcome everybody to HCS Source, your source for all HCS news. This is episode number five and my name is Active. I'm going to be your host today. But of course, alongside me is my beautiful duo, Why Not Be Casting, aka Tony. Tony, what's up, brother? I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great. Uh, it's been... Uh... Uh, it's been a great day. I woke up in a terrific mood, got to play a bunch of Halo. I had an amazing stream earlier today. Even afterwards, I relaxed a little bit, played a little bit of Apex, and it was fun. The only thing I'm really mad at myself is that I have so many chores that I have to do, and I've been putting off to the side, preparing for the move, preparing for just a whole bunch of stuff, and I literally haven't done any of it. Like, not even laundry, so uh, I'm a little disappointed in myself, I'm not going to lie. Hey, the grind is real. You got a lot to do, a lot going on. You casted like a million days in a row or something. I, I don't know how you do it all and still find time to breathe. But uh, regardless of all of that, we've got a lot of topics to go over today. And uh, honestly, it's going to be a very interesting and fun show because we got some crazy announcements just today. Uh, that being the G1 roster um, was announced. Obviously, Boo Dubu has been added to the G1 roster, which is absolutely insane. He's going to be joining, of course, Swish, uh, Predevinator, and Squally. Squally, sorry, I always say his name wrong. I don't, I don't know why. I think it's Squally. It's not Squally. It's not I. But anyway, um, they announced their roster day. Of course, FaZe officially announced their roster. The roster, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I got something in my throat. Um, it's like a fortune teller or something i predicted this back in uh, on june 17th just gotta you know just gotta let's put that out there real quick <laughs> only 16 days after i did oh god here we go <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to talk about that of course um we've got to talk about to this super open qualifier number one that was streamed on lvt twitch.tv slash louis v titan so we're actually going to be doing that again sunday so make sure you guys tune in uh for um pool spots were were given during that time but uh we got to talk about the rosters that are locked in the top eight teams are roster locked they cannot make any more changes before the super that's it they're donezo the team they have now is who they're sticking with um we're going to talk about the teams that, you know, those top eight teams where SSG was actually squeezed out. So they actually had to play in the qualifier. And uh, I won't give you any spoilers, but uh, I'm going to give you a spoiler. They didn't make it. They're going to have to play again on Sunday, which is really rough for them. But someone who did make it and actually beat them in a game five was Anime Demons. So we're going to talk about them and their performance. And of course, we've got to bring up the fact that Barcode, my man, from Australia, uh, from the Chiefs, is actually in Texas now. He's moved to Texas. He's moved to the U.S. of A. And uh, that's a very interesting thing as well. So very amazing topics today to talk about. But before we go into these topics, Tony, uh, you know, you've talked a little bit about your day. So I won't, you know, ask you to talk about that again. Get on those chores so you can move so you can get hardwired internet. Wi-Fi is terrible. I don't know how you do it. But get that going. Um, but, Winging a prayer. Yeah. But I have a question for you. Uh, you know, and, and I'll answer this one first. So give you a little time because I, I don't like to throw things on you and just, you know. Um, would you change anything from your past? And this goes to the viewers as well. Anyone listening on Spotify? Anyone listening on YouTube? Would you change anything from your past? If there was one thing you can change from your past, what would it be? Um, now, uh, I'm not going to go into my entire personal story. Uh, but I will say I have been through... A lot, um, a, a lot, lot, and uh, I guess if there was one thing uh, that I could change from my past, and this is kind of dark, so you know I don't mean to like set the set the theme of the of the show like this, but I, I would I would make it so that my dad didn't pass away. Uh, I love my daddy; he's my best friend. Um, but you know you can't you can't do that. You can't stop someone when it's their time. It's their time. I, I miss him to death, Dad. This show is for you. I love you. Um, but everything else in my life, all the things that I've been through, I've been through a lot. It was actually. During the same time of my dad passing, I just went through a, a storm. We're talking, uh, you know, almost drowning kind of storm. It, it was rough. Um, I wouldn't change it for the world because if I didn't go through that, I'd still be the very immature, uh, very childish, very <laughs> just didn't care about doing anything, just kind of running through life, expecting things to come to him kind of guy. And um, because I went through the things that I went through, um, I feel like I've turned into a man and um I feel like I've grown significantly. Am I fully grown? Absolutely not. I've, I've got so much to learn. Uh, when you hit 30, you realize that uh, you, <laughs> you realize that your life pretty much 
Like you just start learning everything, like so many things at once at 30 years old, I feel like. And uh, I've got so much more to learn. So the way I think of it, everything in your past really kind of sets you up for your future. It makes you the person you're supposed to be. And uh, although very difficult, and this goes to anyone out there listening, you know, that may be going through some mental stuff or maybe going through some really hard times in life. Uh, as hard as those times are, they shape you as a person. They make you who you're supposed to be. That's the way I feel, at least. And uh, yeah, it, it is tough, and a lot of things are unfair, and, and I get all of that. I don't know all of your situations, but uh, I will say I wouldn't change anything uh, in my past. I think um, everything has gotten me to this point. And uh, yeah, so so Tony, uh, I mean, there's there's it, it's tough. This question is tough because there's a lot of things, you know, if you change them, you kind of maybe change the outcome of your future or or whatever. So what, what would you say about that question? Um, yeah, I mean, well, uh, first of all, I will say um, <clears throat> uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry but, uh, that your dad passed. Well, not my my dad passed as well, but I wasn't as I wasn't as close to him. Um, at all, and uh, uh, I will be honest. If if I have lost, if I had lost my mother, um, I I don't know. Um, I don't know how I, who who I would be right now. I would definitely be on a downward spiral, right. uh, for sure. Not the man that you see before me uh, today, especially if I lost him at a young age and doing what um the the things I, I was doing when I was younger. Right. Um. <clears throat> Sorry, sorry. So again, sorry to hear that, man. But uh, I will say that uh, I'm sure he's looking down. I'm sure he's very proud of the man that you, uh, that you are today, and will continue to be proud of the man that you will um, become. Thank you. In the future, because your your journey is not done. Um, the, you're just hitting milestones. You're not hitting uh, destinations <clears throat> um, or the destination. Excuse me. Um, Sorry, it caught, caught me off guard. I I'm um, sorry. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I definitely, I knew I was going to set the tone with that. And I had no idea about your father, man. You, you're uh, you're obviously a very private person. I had no idea about that. And I, I can't wait to get to know you a lot more. But um, yeah, uh, I, I didn't mean to set the tone <laughs> in a dark way. It was just a very, a very impactful moment for me. Uh, he, he was the guy that believed in me uh, all throughout my life. So, it, 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 like, he's the only... Like, my mom is, like, the traditional go go to college, go get a job. And I love her. I mean, obviously, we're, we're great now together. But um, he was always the guy, like, go chase your dreams. Go do what you love. And, and yeah, uh, that's, that's why he made such an impact. Um, the one thing I will change, uh, you know, I've always been... Uh, super passionate about Halo. Yeah, I've always, uh, I, I've, I felt, I was, I was in um, an area where I was kind of lost in my life. Uh, you know, my whole life, I, I was dealing with. You know, I was either going to play basketball, you know, college, uh, you know, try to make it pro or go overseas or well, make it to the military. So when I, when I, I, I talked about this before, when I dislocated my knee a couple of times, and um, you know, mentally, it kind of messed me up. I didn't have really a direction, and uh, I talked about it before. You know, gr- growing up in a terrible area, uh, I could ended up <laughs> I could ended up on those streets uh, mm. more than I should have been, and maybe doing something I was supposed to be. Um, luckily, I did find Halo, and uh, it definitely gave me something productive to do. I-, I fell in love with it immediately, and to this day, I'm I'm still in love with it, and I'm passionate about Halo. And the one thing I wish I knew is that I would want to be involved in Halo as a career because I was always I was always in love with it. I always try to compete in it, uh, but I always knew that I wasn't good enough to be a pro Halo player. I wish I would have knew that I would be interested in casting. I always thought casting was cool. Never thought that I would be involved <laughs> with it. Always, you know, always, always thought that you know. Uh, being around gaming and, and and not working a nine to five and, you know, really grinding and hustling. And I, I mean, that's what I was doing before. I was grinding and hustling just in a different way. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I'm grinding and hustling and, and, and now I don't have to worry about getting in trouble. I love it. I, I do. like, And it's a little scary at times. You know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, uh, one, you know, I always had to keep X amount of money in the bank because you never know what things slow down or even stop completely. You, know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea of... I'm going to put in this work and I'm going to grind. So I wish I knew at a younger age that I would want to pursue this as a career because I could have started younger. I could have, uh, you know, I, 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 I could always imagine where I would be is if I, if I started practicing casting during Halo 3. Like, I didn't start casting until 
the end of Halo 5. Like, what if I started in Halo Reach or Halo 4 even? You know, I always wondered uh, where I would be. So I would say I, if I could change, I just wish I could go back in time and say, hey, you know that, that you know those pizza and wing nights when you're watching those Halo tour, when you sit there watching the MLG? Just know that um, you're going to be doing something similar, if not bigger, as your career. So, uh, you know, get to it. I, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be all, and me, you'd be casting next to Puckett. That, oh, that would be a great duo. My goodness, that'd be so much fun to watch. Oh, great. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, I, I can't say the same for, for myself. I, I can say that... Uh, that you've you've become a an incredible caster. Obviously, you're on the HCS and you're doing big things, and and everyone loves Tony. I mean, everybody loves. Every- <laughs> I wish that was true. No, I, mean, I got some haters. I got some haters. <laughs> from what I've seen, I mean, let me tell you, we all know that there's haters when you succeed. Everyone, it, there's going to be those people, but the majority of the community loves Tony, and and there's a reason why. It's because you're a genuine, you're a genuine person. You're great at what you do, and you're you make the games that we watch entertaining and i 100 agree um I, I love casting with you for that reason there's always just a really good vibe there there's always just like i know that if i'm casting with you like there's just gonna be this like light like sunshiny vibe it's just gonna be a good time we're gonna have fun and we're gonna watch some incredible games so uh, i'm glad you're doing what you're doing i'm glad that you took this path i'm very happy that you took this path and i got to meet you as a friend um i honestly am so i'm glad things worked out um for me, I, I can't say the same. It's for, you know, I, I went through my streaming career and this is kind of what I'm doing now. And streaming is kind of slowing down a tiny bit. And, you know, it's it's nuts. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't change. I wouldn't change anything because I feel like I feel like it's all made me. It's been stressful. Like you were saying, like how casting or even in consecration in general, you got to keep some money in the bank and stuff like that. I hear you, brother. <laughs> you never know. Like there are days where it's like. Uh, you're you're you feel like a uh, you know one of those um, unfortunate people on the street begging or whatever and there's other days where you just like you feel like you're riding a Lambo it's it's really weird it's this is the way it is it's roller coaster rides up and down um, but we love it we absolutely love it um, but we got to talk about some other stuff here Tony phase the phase roster officially announced I am not going to sit on my pedestal and brag it's okay but it's great I love this roster to death. We've seen some really interesting scrims. We've seen them lose 12-1 to Opti Gaming in a scrim. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have Data Hive anymore. Tony, is that affecting you a lot? That whole Data Data Hive being down thing is it is it bothering you? Yeah, it, it's rough. Destroying me. Yeah, it's rough, man. Because cause you got to be on top of everything. Like you know that song. Uh, I think it's a song, right? You don't know. Uh, you I, you don't know how much you love something till it's gone, or whatever whatever the yeah. the lyrics are. That's what it's like with Halo Data Hive. Like I feel like I just found it a few months ago, maybe you know, five months ago or so. And I've been utilizing it to stay up to date with everything, and now it's gone. But I've been now having to go, and this is good. I think there's a good and a bad. I always try to find positivity in something, even in like a negative situation. The positive side of this, Tony, is the fact that I can go now and and I have to watch the scrims now. <laughs> so I have to actually go and watch the gameplay and I get to see some some nuances and, and some things that they're maybe doing, you know, some bad habits that the teams have, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing I will say about the phase roster is I talked to Sparty and one thing that he has mentioned is that they need a lot of work and that's evident in the scrims. Um, it's evident, right? And he said that one thing that is a really big focus for them is their objective efficiency. He said they're four massive slayers. And right now, they're not really focusing on objective at all. They're just all out there slaying and slaying and slaying. Tony, tell me something. How how do you... Ch- like, is it is it going to be easy for, for someone to, to change a play style? I understand in this day and age that everyone needs to know every role, right? I get that. But but like for 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 one of those four guys that are this is massive slayers like absolutely all of them are just like the top slayers in the game. How do you change a playstyle to like really kind of have in the back of your head while you're just foreshotting everyone to you know get that objective time? Like it, it, you think it's going to be tough for them? I mean, I will say that I don't think I don't think they have to change their playstyle. But it it but to answer your question and to not answer it at the same time, yeah. I think they just need a game plan. I think I think, I think they like go in with the game plan and execute. Like as of right now, it looks like they're you know they're going in and you know they have a general idea 
of what they're trying to do to accomplish. But it's like, you know, how do we get from point A to point B, from point B to point C? And what do we, how do we react, you know, when X, Y, and Z happens? I think that's the issue. Okay. I, so, and so going with a game plan, you know, we're going to push, you know, we're playing Aquarius flag. We're going to push utility here. We're going to make sure we put this flag. When this flag carry is going in, we're going to have somebody on the utility side with that utility person to try to make it back towards mid. We'll make sure we have somebody on top mid to make sure that he can jump over toward the P side and watch every extender. If they send over extenders, let's just collapse on them. Let's not collapse. Let's, you know, what what is, you know, what is your game plan? What What is your A and B? And then how do you adapt? When we're playing basketball, you know, you you have a few go-to moves. You know, if, if, I, if I cross left, I push up and I hezzy. Mm-hmm. Now I can continue going right. But if, if if my defender reacts with not with cutting off my baseline, cool. I'm gonna go back behind the back and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the left and either pull up or keep going because I have I have my crossover and I have my counter. I have my move and I have my counter. You always if, if you just have your move and you can only go right and never go left. What is happening is they force you left. So. It's 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 the it's the same thing in in Halo. So as as you're starting to push for this, that, and third, how do you react when things don't go your way? How do you react when you go two or three down in that Aquarius CTF? Are you are you rotating through your base and forcing that strong side? Are you shooting a four man push over towards you know the P side and getting towards your opponent's base? Are you doing a two two? What's the game plan here, and what is the counter? when things don't go your way and with that you know you scrim the best of the best like optic you know uh, and who have been together for some time and already have this executed and then you do film review and then you find out okay how we're going to react in this scenario how we react to this? and eventually you just start seeing these scenarios over and over again and you start to fix them and you still make some mistakes but eventually it becomes muscle memory on how you react to them and I, I'm sorry, I, I took a question. I went totally left field with it and mm. gave you a, a super long answer. But like I said, I, at the end of the day, I just think they need a, a, a game plan. And once they're able to figure that out, once they're able to go to the review and find out what they did wrong and how they could turn their weaknesses into strengths, that's the phase where I still did. It's the same players we know. They're going to they're gonna get there. Just because it didn't happen day one doesn't mean it's not gonna happen day seventeen. That's why. That's why we practice. I said it last week. The only the only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary. If that's what you're looking for, good luck. Like because it's 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 not gonna happen overnight for everybody. I I definitely want to highlight one of the points that you said, and it's the optic. You know the optic scrims and the fact that they lost twelve one. And I think I mentioned this last week. I'm not sure, but I will say they've got eleven games to look at and study and you know i think they're scrimming tonight as well sparty got offline so i'm assuming he said he thinks they're scrimming so i'm assuming they're scrimming um so you know again it's going to come down to scrimming watching film taking that making uh, making an improvement for the next scrim but i i don't i really truly don't believe the these these teams go into these scrims to lose but i do believe that winning is not their number one priority i, I do believe that learning is their number one priority learning from the scrims whether they win or lose what is working what is not working and i agree i think it's all about you know making sure that you change your play style in order to fit the situation making sure that you're making the right moves according to the situation and that's one of the things that the pros do the best and that's one of the the things that these four players will absolutely do the best they know how to win they they've you know a lot of them have won tournaments they know how to win they, they know what it takes, and they're going to do what it takes. And I, I have no doubt in my mind that they're I, – I, I hate to say it. It's so hot. It's such a hot take, but I truly believe it, at least in my heart right now, at least in my heart, I truly believe that these guys have a very, very large chance to win Worlds, um, you know, as long as they constantly work. I don't think they're going to place well in the Super. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think a, a Super placing is in, is in their favor right now. Um, they could surprise me, but we'll see. It's going to take some time. Smarty said the same thing. It's going to take lots of time. That's what it takes when you have four guys that are willing to put the work in. They're not going to be overnight stars. 100% agree with you. It's not going to take two days. It's going to take many days. Um, so we'll see what happens with them. Nextly, we have the G1 roster official roster update. Boo Dubu has been added, of course, to this roster with Swish, Predevinator, and Squale. I love this, and we all knew this, and these, I, I gotta be honest, Tony, these are these official roster announcements, I understand there's contractual stuff and legal stuff in the works, and there has to be a quote-unquote official launch, launch based on contracts, etc., 
but it's it's kind of stinky because it's not very hype you know they try to hide it as much as they can with these smurfs etc but we pretty much know what's going on and we knew boo boo was was with these guys through multiple opens we knew that he's been with these guys pretty much every tournament uh for for the past like month um so we knew this was going to happen but it's cool to see that it is official uh what are your thoughts on on boo boo um joining the the g1 roster i know you love them very very much as do i um but what are your thoughts on that being official now well, first of all, let, 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 me, let me premise with what I'm going to say with is that I, I am utterly shocked. Uh-oh. I am, I am uh, flummoxed. Flummoxed, okay. I, I, I feel bamboozled uh-huh. because I had no idea this phase roster was going to come together, and I had no idea <laughs> Boo Boo Doo Boo was going to join G1. I, 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 I caught the news. I, ne- I nearly shut the stream down and, 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 and had a parade. Because th- this this came to such a shock to me, and I wish there was uh, some kind of writing on the wall, mm-hmm. some kind of warning. I wish you know maybe there's creators like myself putting out YouTube videos or uh, or, or even doing content like this talking about it. I wish we would have saw them scrimming together. I wish we would have saw them uh, uh, I don't know playing in tournaments together uh-huh. and do- being dominant. Because I I, I was flabbergasted. That boo boo doo boo is is going to G one. And uh, are you getting old, Tony? Do we need to like <laughs> make the text bigger on the screen? You know, make that large, large text. Is that what it is? <laughs> I, I, I guess so. I guess so because this it, it was a uh, it was shocking. Um, G <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> by the way, G one. <laughs> I love it. Squale, boo boo doo boo, pre devinator and swish. Uh, I like this squad, and I, have, I, have, I, have, I haven't been hiding it very well. Um, I think G1 were already on an upward trajectory to begin with. They had already finished, I think, third place during one of the opens before Boo Boo Doo joins. Boo Boo Doo joins, and it brings a level uh, of veteranship, leadership, uh, and abil- uh, a, a mentality to grind. And I think that goes well with someone like Swish, because I know Swish personally. Same thing. Mm. Big brain. A high IQ uh, grinder, I, it's, it's, it's the same kind of thing. Then, you know, also Pre-Devinator, who, dude, Pre-Devinator is a stud. <laughs> dude, Pre-Devinator, people aren't talking about him. When, when we mentioned G1, I hear a lot of boo-boos, I hear a little bit of swishes, but ain't nobody talking about Pre-Devinator. And a man's a, and a, the man is abs is an absolute legend. He probably and he probably likes that nobody's talking about it. Let him fly under the radar. You know, <laughs> so f- focus your attention on somebody else. And Devin is going to make you pay. And then Squale, who I'm I'm very new to him, but he seemingly uh, you know glues this squad together. And the more I watch him, the more I like him. I think the squad is destined for greatness. Uh, you know me, I like to try to be safe. So I'm going to say walking into any tournament, guaranteed top twelve legitimately fighting for top eight and then a stretch goal of top six. But if they continue the way they're going, I bump it up a little bit. Top eight guaranteed. Top six legitimate contending for and then a stretch goal of top four. I don't want to go there yet because I don't want to be a um, a victim of recency bias, you know? So I want to give it time. I want to see what happens when there's real money on the line and whatnot. But you see the scrims, you see the opens, you see what G1 are doing. And if you're going to sit here with blinders on, that's on you because I'm not. I have my eyes wide open. This G1 roster literally snuck into the fifth seed, not by, you know, placing in pro tournaments and not any of that stuff from joining the opens and placing in the opens and winning two opens. That's how they got all those points. That's how they're at six. They're at 61,000 points right now. FaZe being at 57,000 points. And they did it from the grind. And you love to see that. You love to see that out of this roster. And I agree with you. I, I talked to Switch a little bit too. I don't know him on a, on a very personal level. Um, I don't want to know. <laughs> but, but he's a perfectionist. You know, I, I went to him after a, the one, of, I think the land at KC, the land inside of the KC Royal Stadium. And he said, I said, oh, you played real well that game. And he goes, no. He says, I, I, I play terrible. He says, there's so much stuff I could fix. I, I, I don't know why I made so many different plays, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I like this guy. I love a person like that that is a perfectionist of their craft and uh, can't wait to see their future. And I agree with you. I'm going to go ahead and, and give you a plus one on the on the um, top 12, you know, and top eight 
scenario. I think that's pretty much a very a very safe um, prediction for them on land. But uh, I, I want to see more. I am so hungry to see more. And um, one of the things, you know, you know, I've got to talk about a little bit is, is mostly the fact that um, this super, just kind of an additive thing, this super, a lot of teams are flying to Texas. I've got com- confirmation that at least Sentinels is flying. I, I don't, I, but I, I believe a lot of the top eight teams are flying to Texas, literally getting Airbnbs at Texas with Fios Internet and making sure they play this super from there. Why? Because there's $125,000 on the line for an online event, okay? And this is actually, I, I've got it. Maybe someone can fact check me, maybe you, Tony, but $125K for an online event is the most I've ever seen for an online event for Halo, ever. And, uh, and you gotta play at Texas. Like, the least amount of desync, the least amount of problems, Texas is the place. And apparently a lot of these places, a lot of these teams are going there. And the only reason I bring all that up is because um, when I was talking to Sparty, he had said FaZe, he doesn't know if they're going. He says he thinks they're going, but he doesn't know. If FaZe doesn't go to Texas, oh, geez, oh, Pete's is what I like to say. I, I don't, I, they need to go to Texas. That, that is a, I, I believe, in my opinion, when it comes to online, that is a very large um, advantage. But anyway, uh, moving on here. Uh, we've got to talk about the four pool play spots. So we've got the Sunday open qualifier. That was last Sunday. We've got the Sunday su- open, uh, super open. That is this Sunday coming up. And then, of course, the super is the weekend after. So the first one, there's going to be four pool play spots awarded. And, there, and we're, I'm going to list those off to you. I'll let you know who's the, the four. And then the next Sunday... There's four pool play spots awarded and also four elimination championship bracket spots. So basically, you don't go into pool play, but you end up in the elimination bracket, which means you lose once you're gone. Okay, you, you go right right straight to the elimination bracket. Or the other option is if you don't get either one of those eight spots, you're going to end up having to play through the entire open. So I don't know which one I'd want more. <laughs> like, I, I, I honestly, if I'm if I'm being serious here, I would rather either get the four pool play spots or go through the open, warm up, get really hot as a squad, and just fly through the bracket. That's my thinking. I don't think going into championship elimination bracket with with zero games and then having to play a squad uh, who's who's definitely a very high seed right away, Tony, is 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 good for you. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I would disagree only because I feel like I, I see where you're coming from. I think it's a great point, but I also feel like this is Halo mm-hmm. and, you know, it's best of five and a team does not have to be better than you in order to knock you out of a tournament. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a, a team, all, all they have to do is be playing better than you. I say it all the time. Names don't win series. Performance does. And one off series for you two off games and another team is now knocking you out of the open bracket. Now you don't even get a chance to make it into the championship bracket. So I see where you're coming from and it makes sense. I still, you know, there's, there's a lot of teams you got to fear, man. You know, you, 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 there's a lot of teams that are dangerous and the open bracket, it's a pit. It, it always is. Mm. That's why I, I, I walked open bracket on lands. And the other casters, they, they, they chill out, they relax, you know, get some food. And of course, that's probably, that's probably what you should do. Me, I'm out of the pit. I want I, I, I want to see what's going on. I, I love it. I live for it. Okay. So uh, that's the only reason why I would say, you know, show, show the open bracket some respect. Because if you don't, you may be knocked out a lot earlier than expected. I will I will step back and agree with you that this has been the <laughs> most competitive open bracket we've ever had in any video game, any Halo. Like, the open bracket is the most competitive. At, at KC, the, there, was, there was just waves about how competitive it was, so I 100% agree with you. There's a lot of great talent in the open bracket. Um, but let me talk about the four teams that did qualify for those four pool play spots last Sunday. We have Oxygen, mm-hmm. Oxygen Esports, Anime Demons. We got to talk about this. This squad is absolutely disgusting. I, I freaking love this squad. Then we got Complexity, and we've got Fnatic. Uh, I, I was I was hoping the Fnatic could get in. They are a partner team that a lot of people really kind of just I don't know, they're like the new SSG in a sense where you know players are like oh well, you know what what's going on like they just made some changes of course Super CC Zero Septify and Rami uh, they did make it in but I I gotta focus I'm gonna focus here uh, like I said Oxygen Anime Demons Complexity Fnatic but I'm gonna focus on Anime Demons here Anime Demons went to a game five against SSG 
um, I actually watched Burton's. Burton has a video on his YouTube. I actually watched the storyline um, from the beginning of the tournament towards the end when they beat SSG. Let me tell you something. First off, game five, Mortally went 20 and 10, which is, you know, absolutely disgusting. But we can't sleep on Hotshot Ghost. The guy made some incredible plays. I remember, Tony, when you were casting him, you were calling out some some incredible plays. The, the guy is just, he's icy, dude. It, it, it's like he's, he's icy in a sense of like, like, like a veteran player, like, like you'd expect like a, like a renegade to be or, or, or someone who just makes, makes the plays necessary to win games. And we saw that countlessly uh, on Sunday. But um, you got to watch that video. If you haven't already, go to Twitter. Go to Burton, uh, Burton's Twitter, and, and he has got a YouTube video there. It's on his YouTube, but the Twitter is probably the fastest way to get to it. Um, I love this squad. I mean, Tony, I, I'm sure you have a lot to say about NMA Demons. But, again, a Game 5 win against SSG. I believe it was 44-50 or 46-50. Pretty close game. But these guys at the like, if you watch the video, these guys at the end popped off. Like, they were screaming. It was just, the passion was so strong in those comms it was so great to see tony tell me a little bit about what you think about anime demons um i saw anime demons and i saw the roster and i thought that oh, a bunch of free agents didn't have much options and mm. decided to get together and you know, just a group of talented players i ended up having a newfound respect for um everybody on that roster um <clears throat> burton's been doing this for quite some time i think he has value to any roster he's on parzelli very new to halo i believe a former ex call of duty professional player and one thing i love about cod players is they're fast fast decisive and they're quick to lock on always getting that first shot so that's valuable in halo as well First shot, be decisive, stay alive, do what you got to do. You have extra shields coming over from Kata to Halo, so, hey, use it. Make sure you're, the, you're, 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 you're a nuisance on the map. Uh, I gained a newfound respect for Mortally uh, back in. I played an eights lobby. It was um, me, Mortally, a couple of the guys played against Spartan and a couple of Gunners as well. And not only was Mortally going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Spartan in the Slays department, but on top of that, he was the clear IGL. It was not a co IG. It was not. It was not a. It was not a uh, questionnaire's IGO. He was the clear IGO on that team. And I, I, if you can slay and you can in game lead, I like you. I, I respect it because th those. It, it's it's tough to do both. So uh, I gained a lot of respect from Mortally, and uh, and I will say I gained I gained uh, an immense, a, a tremendous, an inconceivable amount of respect for hotshot ghost because when i i would look at hotshot ghost I look at the, uh, the stats i'm like oh yeah he's stuff in the statues great you know it was on a uh, formative torrent you know it was fantastic but when i was casting him i saw high iq plays mm. i saw game changing plays i saw vet i saw uh, uh the, the the brain of a vet in the heart of a, of of a, of a top am a hungry am you know what i mean That's like scary, like I, dude. <laughs> it, it, it was i was i was impressed the 1v2s the, the the double kills but to stabilize when when his team was already down in numbers and for him to catch up and then uh, it, it, it it was it, it was the it was like he was thinking one step ahead of um of the competition and when you have a player that's consistently doing that you, I like it. And this team, I want to see them stick together. I want to see them practice because I always will say that I have a, uh, an eye for talent. And these are not just some talented individuals. This is a team that can, with some practice, with some shaping, with some molding, with some game planning, watch out. Anime Demons is not a roster that I would want to run into uh, in pool play or in bracket play fighting for their life so um great job to anime demons and uh and uh good luck going forward i know hotshot ghost in the chat right now so oh, i mean I, uh, I, I i'm 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 gonna say you're good worst gamer tag in halo <laughs> absolute dreadful hotshot decent hotshot ghost is absolutely garbage made it when he was five years old and and trust me we 
We, you know, I, I'm saying I can't be that nice to him now, Rose. Like, I, I'm saying I, I, I'm in the, he, he, I, I'm in his face. I, I gotta I gotta make sure I get him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, Anime Demons. Um, uh, they, uh, they played amazing, like you said, a Game Five win over SSG. That's that's big to me because SSG are a damn good roster. We'll talk about a little bit later. I love that you said the mind of a vet and the heart of a, of an AM player. That is that is a perfect way to describe this man because. Like I like uh, like like you had said, and like I had said as well, the plays he's making, like they call those low percentage plays. When you're in a two v one situation, you're the last guy alive. You've got to kill. You've got to at least get a trade. That's you know what's wanted. But you know if you can get both, that's great. You wipe the squad. You're the last player alive. You can you know mess with the objective. Have a little bit of objective efficiency every single time. We're talking five percent plays, ten percent plays. He makes them, and that's incredible. You need a player like that, and and I I. I I, I love this squad because there's not a weak there's not a weak link on the squad that I can see. There's no one that I'm like, oh, you know, this guy's not really on the same page. Like I feel like these guys are all on the same page. I truly do, just from watching from that one tournament. But it'll be exciting to see what they do in pool play. Obviously, you know, it depends on what pool they get into. I'm actually, to be honest with you, I'll be fully honest. I don't understand the seeding in terms of like how they seed the pools and how they make sure that the pools are there's obviously going to be four pools there's going to be four teams in each pool i'm not sure how the pools are seeded but uh we'll have to find out when the time comes uh but regardless just just a, uh, an amazing squad definitely um so i i do want to uh, move on a little bit here and talk about uh the, the the rosters that are locked in so like i said roster lock was on the 25th of july and now the top eight teams only the top eight teams are locked in and cannot change rosters at all. Number one, you've got Sentinels. They've got 111,000 points. And I'll just name the top points and the lower points so you don't have to hear all the points. But then you got Cloud9 in second, Optic in third, Pioneers in fourth, G1, FaZe, E United, and G2 with 40,000 points. Now, something interesting about G2 is that those 40,000 points were less than SSG. This is why SSG did not think they had to play in the tournament they didn't think they thought they were qualified in the top eight but the thing is um g2 have you know gilkey straight sick and sab but they've got a fourth and as of right now it is not official but what is official is the rumor is just starting to become more clear and uh more truthful now barcode is now in texas he is officially living in texas and he was the quote-unquote G2 Esports fourth. Um, and I, I assume with his points, they are, you know, in eighth place. And I think that's why they were awarded that eighth place spot. And now uh, SSG, let me tell you, like I said before, we're not happy about that whatsoever. Um, and uh, they're already going through a lot of stuff as it is. SSG is just taking hits left and right and left and right. But, uh, you know, I, I hope that they can recover. I, I do want to talk about SSG. Like I said, they needed to play. They didn't think they did. They found out last second that they needed to play because there was some mix-up, right, Tony, with the with the, with the the Face It website and, the, and the, the bracket and stuff. They had to make a new one. So last minute, SSG realized they needed to play, and they make it all the way to the qualifying round, and they lose the Game 5 to Anime Demons with Mortally going 20-10 and 10 in that Game 5. Tony, what is... I mean, there's, there's internal tor, uh, turmoil there with this with this squad, obviously. Not that we know of, but we're getting rumors. Um, what is your thoughts on SSG? What do they need to do here to make sure that they're mentally and, you know, they're chemistry ready for this super coming up? Um, get in the freaking lab. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I noticed it. I know there's been some issues and with those issues, they haven't been screaming as much. They haven't been, you know, grind as much playing those off uh, tournaments and whatnot. Dude, get, get, like, like get in the lab and freaking play together and just and play together and just win together. Because if there's one thing that I feel just trumps everything else, it's winning. <laughs> like, like just just go in and just grind because like like it, it's so funny to be like ssg they're so talented mm. they play the game the right way they have young guns they have veteran leadership they have a fantastic coach they smell good they were real popular in high school you got everything going for you 
Like, just go out there and do the damn thing. I want to see them in esports arena tours. I want to see them swimming. I want to see them just grinding film review. A, a, a grind review improve. It's always my model. And just do it. Like, like at, at, at this point, I, I, is this team going to stay together long term? I don't know. But at the, same, at, at the same time, I don't give a damn. Like, you're here now. <laughs> so get in the lab, figure it out, grind, and, and be the team that we know you are, man. Tylenol's been absolutely incredible since MCC. Suppressed is one of the young talents who, by the way, I was talking about him way before back at the tail end of Halo 5, I want to say, because this man has a very smooth shot, a dominant shot that's so tough to deal with. Uh, collect, I, I mean, I, 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 I sing his praise all the time collect another young superstar that we have in the league mm. and, and 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 even ace dude ace has had some crazy pop-off games so I, there, there's too much talent for you to fail so go out there and secure what's yours because space station gaming whether it's as individuals or as a team are destined for greatness and while you're together might as well attain some of that greatness together. And I'm, and, and again, I don't know what's going on. I haven't talked to Collect or, or Ace or any of them. So maybe they've mend fences by now and they've moved past it. Again, I don't know. But I'm, I'm speaking generally from an outside looking, and I call it barbershop talk. I'm a fan. I'm looking at the third party uh, perspective. And I'm just saying from what I see and what us as the fans see. And this is what we, this, this is what we see. This way. And so just go out there and do the damn thing. It's as simple as that. Yeah, so I I have to, I want to add to your point. So I I really do think that, uh, and, and, uh, you know, you might think my answer is, you know, not important or whatever. I I do think that, you know, the scrims and the tournaments, the ESA ESA tournaments, the whatever tournaments you can get into are very, very important. I think that film review is very, very important, of course. I think that what you spoke to, uh, uh, what you spoke on last week about having a talk that talk has shifted, but I still think it needs to happen if if that's necessary. Maybe they've already had this talk. Like you said, we don't know. We have no idea what's going on, but uh, the, there's a lot of money on the line, man. And like you said, you know, they can, they can do big things together. This squad is very talented. We've seen what they're capable of against some of the top teams in the game when they first formed. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, players won off or whatever. Um, I, I think that, um, and you speak of Ace, by the way, Ace actually posted something on Twitter today about how he, he, he posted his gameplay. I believe it was a scrim versus oxygen esports and he was 36 and 12 or something. And he said, this is what happens when you give me power weapons. <laughs> I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking it was going to say, this is what happens when I have an ice bath, but no, it said, this is what happens when you give me power weapons. So, so Ace feeling a little confident. Maybe, maybe he thinks he's not getting, uh, you know, the power weapons in the game. Maybe he's not getting power and priority, which we know is a thing, you know, depending on how players play during the game, you know, but um, regardless, I think the squad is very good. I obviously don't think they're going to be together after the season. No shot. There's no shot. This, this team stays together after the season, but make an impact now. If you're if you're looking for a team to look at you from the outside and, and say, "Wow, I really want that player on my squad." What if they get third place in the super? If they get third place in the super, this team needs to shut up and just stop all the drama and just be happy with each other. Be like, "Yeah, that's right. You know what? I love you." Like you said, winning <laughs> it's not winning; it's third place, but it's still it's still the super. Winning winning heals everything. I, I think they could be best friends at that point if they get third place. But but. It all comes down to if the players are happy or not. And and that's the thing. I really, I'm sorry. I stress this a lot because I really do believe that mental in Halo is so important. And not just the confidence level, not just uh, how you think you're playing individually, but the, the, the vibe of the squad. Like, like there are players that yell and scream every call out Kratos. There are players that, you know, are really quiet and, and do their own thing. Piggy. There, there, there are different t- styles of players, but the styles have to mesh together. And, you you know, you can't have headbutting. You can't have like, you know, this, um, the, you know, one player being overconfident, the other player being overconfident as well and thinking that they're better than each other or whatever. There's got to be that chemistry there. So on top of all this screaming and, and all this crap that, you, that you're talking about, this is very important. It's not crap. It's important. Go to Dave and Buster's. Go play some video games together. Go go play, you know, go play basketball. Go 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 eat dinner together. Go go out and do those things. Cause I I, 
I truly believe that a team that gets along outside of the game plays way better inside the game. That's my opinion. I've seen it flourish. I've seen it happen with many teams in the 20 years I've been watching Halo. I think it's important. So go do those things. Is it corny? Yeah, who cares? It's important. Like every, we're, we're people, we're all human beings that want a connection with another human being in, in many ways, obviously, but in this way, it would be like, you know, your, your, um, your, your family in the sense of halo. Like you guys, you, it, I feel like that has to be there. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a softy and, and that's, that's the way I think, but I, I truly do think that that something needs to happen because this SSG roster is really good. And yeah, after the season, if they want to split up fine, but you're not splitting up, you know, until after the super, there's no splitting up. This is locked. You're locked in. Uh, actually, I don't even think they're locked in because they're not in top eight, but I'm assuming they're locked in for the super. So do what you can for the super. Like Tony said, get in the lab. And uh, again, this is from a, a viewer and a fan, a big fan of SSG uh, from the outside looking in and just and just wanting you guys to succeed because I love this squad. I love Ty. I love Ace. Elamite's great. Of course. Oh, Newark. Suppress. I love all these guys. I love everyone in on the squad. Um, and I love SSG as an organization. They're great and they're great to me and great people. So, um, that being said, uh, I I hope that they figure it out and uh, get things get things going. Um, because I'm gonna be honest. I, I think I said it during my cast, Tony. I don't even want to hear what the what the comms sounded like in that uh, in that game five when they lost. Like I I, I would assume it was quiet, but you you want to hear it? I, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just this is an inside look, by the way. Uh, uh, Brandon from L, the producer for LVT was like, "Yo, should we go into comms?" <laughs> and uh, I think it was Garrett that said, "No, no, that BBM or whatever." In my head, I was thinking, "Go into the comms, man. I want to hear. I want to hear what they sound like when they're losing, because I guarantee." It wasn't that good. I actually should look back because the, the, the streams are online. But anyway, um, moving on. What, what do you think about uh, barcode moving to uh, Texas, Tony? I, I, I don't know if you've... Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I understand he's a great player. And I know he's got a lot of potential. Um, or else he wouldn't be moving to the USA and G2 wouldn't be picking him up. I just haven't seen enough of him. Because I... You know, when I watch the, the Australian side of things... I'm all about divine mind because I love my boy. You know, I, I love I love my uh, my divine mind. Uh, I actually forgot. It. Is it is it Liam? Liam, yes, thank you, uh, Liam. I, I love him. Uh, I think he's just the nicest guy ever, and the guy has so much passion for his team. This guy, he gets uh, you know not to go off topic too much, but he gets messages all the time like, "Why is divine mind? Why are you paying for all these guys to go to these events?" Like. They're not. They're gonna fail. You're wasting your money. This guy we were talking during KC. He gets all of these messages every single day, um, and then after KC, Divine Mind starts winning. And he, and he, every single time I retweet or or like it, I'd say that's right. You know, like you know, stick it to him. These guys don't know what they're talking about. Very passionate. But that's why I don't really watch much of Barcode. Now, not to put you on the spot, Tony, but um, do you watch? Uh, have you seen a lot of Barcode? Do you know much about him as a player? Uh, yes, um, I am. I'm on the complete opposite side of the fence of you. Okay. Barcode, another young, super talented individual. And on top of that, has the probably one of the best attitudes in the league. Love that. He's always happy go lucky. He is, he'll, you know, he, he, he went to Raleigh. And I, 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 so I, I'll give you guys a little uh, inside uh, look. So I did a, uh, I did a little video clip with the, uh, uh, with barcode, and um, they grab, they want to grab a professional player, they want to be um to host it, and they, they um just want us to say, hey, simple as this, because of crowdfunding, the tournament uh prize pool has been boosted x amount of money. I'm like, okay, cool. They say, we're going to grab a pro, and we're going to want you to talk to him about it. I said, cool. So the first one they bring in is barcode, and I look, I say. Barco's knocked out of the tournament. Why the hell would he even want to do this? Like, 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 like honestly, like, like, why would he want? Like, they, they want, they, they want me to ask him how does he feel about the about the prize pool being boosted up, and he has no shot of making any of it. It's knocked out. So it was. So I'm like, this is gonna be terrible. And no, happy go lucky, lucky, fantastic, great attitude, uh, and an infectious smile, and just has nothing but great things to say. Then on top of that, the, the Halo Lord question, you already know Barco was banging him out. Oh, Those yeah. Halo Lord questions, he was banging him out. But just like, G2 not only want a, a player 
that can slay and can do the damn thing, especially go alongside Sab, Gilkey, and Straightstick, but also one without that ego that's gonna that's gonna go in, hit the ground running, put in the work, and is coachable. Because when you're talented and you're coachable, you have a future. And barcode is that. Again, not, the the talent is there. I promise you, it it is there. And is it gonna sh- shine the super? I guess I don't know. But as far as is he, no matter what, is he going to grind, good or bad? He's gonna work on it and and become better and have a smile on his face while doing it and always show up on time and always make sure that that he's listening to his coach and the rest of his team. Yes, and that's why I think Barcode is going to be successful if he's on G two. We don't we don't know. I don't care what uh, roster he's on. He's super talented, super coachable, and another player, you know, has I, 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 a bright future. I got him, the hotshot goes to collects, the suppress, swishes, talics. I, 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 got, I, got, I got a plethora of them, and he's definitely on that list. So I've got to add to what you said. I, I think you're right. I think having a player like Barcode added to the squad is perfect uh, in terms of attitude. Uh, you got Gilkey, Straight Sick, and Sab, three of the most humble pro players in the league, in my opinion, I, I'm going to be honest, just by just by, you know, talking to these guys and just seeing whatever interviews or, or anything like that. The most humble people in the league straight six been in there for a long time. This guy, this guy deserves to to, to be on this squad. Obviously, he's, he's a six slayer. Um, he's adapted to Halo Infinite pretty well, I would say. And, and the same with Gilkey. He um, said he can tap strafe on a dime. Really? He's a, he said, he, as Trace Six says, that he can tap strafe on a freaking nine. <laughs> My goodness. I, I, I love this G2 squad. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're eighth seed. So they obviously got, secured their pool play spot. And I, I, I will we'll see where they go. And, and speaking of that, Tony, I got to get some predictions from you. We got, we got a whole super to predict here. I, I want you. Um, this is, this is, uh, you know, I'm guys, I just want to preface in saying that I'm putting Tony on the spot completely here. Um, and, and asking him this, but we need some super predictions. I want you to give me your top five for the super and I'll start with my first. Okay. I'll put myself on the spot. Uh, I'll start with mine first. Um, top five for the super, uh, number one, I'm going with Sentinels. Uh, Sentinels is, I'm telling you right now, there is. One team, and in Onset, I believe, and Bravo called them the Sleeping Giant, which I love. I, I love that. That's just the perfect way to say it. Uh, this, this squad is the Sleeping Giant. They wake up when there's a lot of money on the line. <laughs> like, that's just the way they are. And, 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 and when it matters most, when they need to win, they win. And the fact that they're all going to Texas puts them on the same board as everyone else. And and I love I love this roster. They did have a little shakeup. They were a, you know rumored shakeup. Sorry, um, with with uh, lethal, but um, they they've stuck with this with this four. Um, and now, Tony, if I'm not mistaken, they are the only roster that has kept the same players from Halo Five. Am I correct? Like that that you've seen? Uh, I I don't think any other roster, not that I can think of in my head, has kept the same roster. And, and Sentinels has and. and you know they're on they're on uh, crack to make a to to continue their dynasty and uh, obviously they won K- Kansas City out of you know nowhere and that's why they're called the sleeping giant because they just wake up out of nowhere and just smash everybody it didn't even look like a competition against uh, Cloud Nine not even like you I I rewatched the broadcast they were slamming like on all cylinders and it's crazy to see um, talking to Snakebite he doesn't think that uh, they're ready um, at all. Uh, he thinks that there's a lot of work to do, which is interesting. But uh, that's just kind of snake bite. He's, I, I think he's the best IGL in the game, and he's got a crazy mind. So Sentinel's number one. Uh, number two, I'm going to go Optic. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go Optic for number two. Um, I, I just, you know, I, not really much to say there. I love Optic. I think they're a great squad, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think they beat Sentinels. I don't know. And then number three, Cloud9. Um, I think Cloud9 is, is good. But uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I feel like they were better with, with Renegade. Uh, I think Bound is a great player, but I think he needs more time. You know, my world's predictions or my Orlando predictions will be different. I think Cloud9 is a team that comes to play on land. I think they're all land players. All, all four of them are land players. They are all very good on land and online. They're, you know, not as good, obviously. Um, even though they've won, you know, Pro Series tournaments online, et cetera, et cetera, I think... 
you know, this is a little bit of a different beast with with 125k on the line. Um, so so I have Sentinels, Optic, Cloud Nine. Number four, I'm gonna say Pioneers. I, they're seated number four, and I I think that Pioneers will continue uh, at least in this tournament. I could be higher in the next. I think that they will be uh, number four again, and I think Nick brings a lot of value to this squad. I think he uh, he really. Uh, we talk about being the glue. I, I hate to overuse that, you know, that comparison, but I, I that's what I think Nick is for the squad. He's the glue. And and by glue, you kind of think of like, you know, a player pulling away from the glue and then Nick kind of pulling him back. In certain situations, I think they're all very aggressive, but Nick kind of knows how to step back and, and, and bring his team back as well and potentially take that IGL role as well. I love the Pioneers. I think they're a great team. Uh, fifth, I'm actually going to, to kind of put G1 there. They're seated fifth. And I know that this is a this is a, a real big stretch, especially with you know United and especially with a G two there. But I, I think that um, this G one squad is disgusting. Uh, I'm a big fan. Maybe it's a little bit of bias. Maybe it's a, a tiny bit of bias. I love Swish. I love his mentality. I love that Boo Boo is the driving force here. Predevinator and, and Squale are, are incredible players. I and, and <clears throat> I love how you uh, kind of described Predevinator earlier. Um, where he's kind of like he likes to fly under the radar because that's exactly how I see him. There's just games where this guy comes out of nowhere and just pops off. And, uh, it, you know, I, th I think he's an incredibly uh, skilled player. So um, that's my top five. So Sentinels, Optic, Cloud9, Pioneers, G1 are my top five predictions for the Super. What about you, Tony? What are you looking at? I was a little worried because our top three was the same um so i was a little worried um that means you're smart but, that means you're smart tony <laughs> <laughs> um so i got i got Sentinels number one i think I, I they won kansas city stepping up when it matters most this roster is absolutely amazing frosty's an incredible and in my opinion the best player in the game right now snake bite uh has some has somehow become uh underrated uh, Royal 2 is a slayer, uh, an absolute slayer. Whenever you have him on your squad, you know you're going to be successful. And I think Lethal is, gonna, is going to have a uh, a prove you wrong type uh, type of tournament, uh, proving all the naysayers wrong. Um, Optic Gaming, I think, I mean, they're, they're, they're putting in the work. They're scrimming. They're doing what they have to do. I, I think I, I love this team. I love, I love the way they come together. I think just... If I was going to name, a, you know, almost a perfect team, I think I would say Optic because I feel like you have four very capable players in the slave department, but then you have four very unselfish players that are always active in the communications, that are always just playing the game the right way. Like an Optic are just fundamentally too sound to, to, to break through their green wall defense. Uh, Cloud9, I, I mean, they're Cloud9. I think Renegade is pretty damn close. They're replaceable, but luckily they were able to bring in Bound. And I, I love Bound's fit on this roster. I think um, Eco has really stepped up in the Slays department. I feel like there was one player that, that had to step up in place of Renegade leaving, and in my opinion, it's been Eco. Mm. He's been he's been lights out, uh, and and always has been. But I just feel like I've, I'm my eyes are drawn even more to him recently. Uh, number four is where we differ. I'm gonna go face. Um, I, I Spartan snipe down, falcated mm -hmm. renegade. I think I'd be crazy not to not to put them at minimum top four because I think that they will be consistently contending for championships in the future. Mm -hmm. But it's their first tournament. Things have been a little bit shaky. Uh, I'm not ready to to crown them kings just yet. And then as my fifth. I'm going to throw a curveball and I'm going to say E United. I think E United are very similar to the E United that we've had in the first three tournaments. You still have Ryan Newman Rain. Manny reminds me of a King Nick, like a player that can pop off, a player that can be an entry frag, like that entry fragger, that player that can absolutely light up the scoreboard. And when you need someone to take a 1v2, it's Manny. I say it all the time. Consistency is not his game. But the games that he pops off, he's like he's playing as the best player in the lobby. I don't care who he's going up against. His pop-off is is his ceiling is just so high. And then Suspector, who I'm not gonna say Suspector is Spartan, but I'm gonna say that he's a he's a damn underrated slayer. He's incredible. 
and he's another player that can stuff the stat sheet. So this this team reminds me of what the E United looked like, but uh, you know, in the first three tournaments. And mind you, they were consistently getting top four. What Raleigh was second place, uh, Anaheim was third place, and was was Kansas City fourth for United? Maybe I, I believe I'm it was probably, fourth. It was, yeah, it was, they kind of went up. They went up. Yep. So you're, 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 you're top four in the first three tournaments, and this roster reminds me so much of what you had. Uh, so g- give me United fifth, um, and uh, that that would be my. That would be my top five, but again, I will say again, I I I don't want to be a a victim of recency bias, but yeah. I will say G one, they looking like they're contending for top six. Uh, G two, I mean, you put pioneers, but as of right now, G two are elevating. I feel like every time G two and pioneers match up against, them, I feel like pioneers have such a hard time with G two. The pioneers' weaknesses are G two strengths. And vice versa. So it literally is a coin flip when it comes to those two. Um, SSG, I think, have top six potential. Um, you can make an argument for anime. Uh, I'm sorry, for Oxygen and Complexity. I think you can make an argument for Fnatic, even though we haven't seen them reach that potential. Um, but I, I, I will say I, I'm going to go with Sentinel's Optic, C9 Phase, and E United. With my predictions, I like to go a little bit safer. And to me, I think that's those are safe bets to, to me. Okay. Uh, yeah, so l- let me let me push back a little bit here. So the only reason that G two is not not on my radar uh, at the moment is just because with without you know barcode being there, we haven't seen barcode play yet. We haven't seen any of the scrims with barcode. Uh, at least I haven't. Uh, there without Halo Data Hive, it's really hard to kind of see that type of stuff, and I haven't been able to watch any of the scrims because I don't believe they stream any of them. So it's it's just hard for me. I think they're going to be a great roster with barcode, but it's hard for me to kind of put them up there with that uh with phase uh like i said before and i'll say it again i think phase is going to win worlds or i'm sorry super is is just way too close these guys they lost they they've lost pretty much to every in every scrim that they've had so far by a large margin and and yes they did uh win against fanatic in the esa tournament and i and i did see that but fanatic is not a squad that i that i see breaking uh top six ever uh, at least with this squad, I, I, I no disrespect to them. I just I think that um, they're going to need a lot of time as well. A lot of these teams that are kind of developing, I would say like they're like things will be different in season two as they continue to practice. If they stick with the same roster, maybe they make changes that you know bump them up a little bit. Um, but like I said, I'm a big fan of Phase. I was actually asking Sparty if he could give me a season one skin because I didn't like Phase before. Even though Eric, or even though Snipedown was on the, on the roster, I didn't really like Phase before. <laughs> but now that you know, th- now the roster that's currently there, I love this roster. I actually like. I'm a big fanboy, and unfortunately, I have to not be biased as a caster, so it's it's difficult. But I really love this Phase roster. I just and there's no disrespect for me not putting them in top five. I just don't think they have enough time. I think that we're literally this Sunday, and then we have um, we have obviously the the super is the next the next weekend. So just uh, August fifth, I believe it starts. Just not enough time. I think they need a lot more time, especially speaking of Sparty. And the, the fact that they don't know if they're going to Texas is another big factor for me. Online Halo, wow, we're talking the the a stark difference between online Halo and LAN. And I'm not talking like I'm talking Halo three. Like, if you were there at the very beginning of Halo 3 in 2007, and you played Halo Online, and then you went to LAN, that is the difference we're talking about. It is a completely different game, and it's even worse with all the performance issues that are, are you know, impacting the game, such as desync, etc., that 343 obviously is working on every single day. So, uh, that's 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 why um, my decisions were were the way they were. So, um, I, I like your top five as well. I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty... You know, the, that top three is pretty solidified unless something crazy happens. Uh, maybe the two, maybe the, you know, number two in Cloud9 and Optic, maybe they switch spots. You know, that's a potential as well. Um, but uh, I don't know why. Optic just have a hard time closing tournaments. Some, like, I don't, I don't know what it is. And I, I believe they, they won the last Pro Series, correct, Tony? So, so they were able to do that or the last two. Um, they but, won the phase invitational 50,000. Uh, 50, they eventually turned to 75,000 online. Okay, so so they definitely have the potential to win. Uh, I don't know what it is against. Maybe it's a mental thing against some of these teams, like an Optic versus Sentinels. I 
regardless of how good Optic is playing, I don't see them beating Sentinels. I don't know if it's a mental thing within the squad or something. Obviously, there's a little bit of drama in there, right? So maybe that's playing a factor. I don't know. Lucid is the best player in the game, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that for a long time because I know there's a Renegade, but I still think Lucid is the best player in the game by far. Um, I think the guy has tran- transcended, um, you know, utilizing equipment and utilizing the sandbox in a way that no other player has. I truly do think, and, and honestly, when he first started playing and he was number one by a landslide, I thought, okay, he's going to fall off at some point. There's no shot that he continues. But the, this guy is kept up and kept ahead of so many players when it comes to how we're, we're talking the utilization of the sandbox. And I know sandbox is like this, you know, this term that everyone's using, but, but there's so much to being really good with a grapple, being really good with a repulsor, being really good with a shock rifle, a stalker rifle, the bulldog. Like there's, there's a lot to the thruster. There's a lot to it. There each thing, each equipment and each weapon have this individual skill to them that you have. You, you literally have to raise the, you know, all those skills together. And I think lucid has done a really good job of that. So, um, even though I think he's the number one player in the world right now, I still think that for some reason um, they have a trouble against Sentinels and even Cloud9, I would say. They have trouble against both those teams, whether it be mentally or whatever. But anyway, I digress. Um, I believe, Tony, that we've, uh, we've run out of time here. So do you have any closing thoughts for, for anyone in the show or anything extra you want to talk about real quick before we close? Uh. I, I mean, not really. I mean, I, I thank you guys so much for stopping by and checking out the content, whether you're live, you're on the Twitch, 10 p.m. Eastern every single Wednesday, or you're on the YouTube or Spotify that we're on right now. It's been it's, it's been a pleasure doing these episodes. I've, I've been absolutely loving it. I hope you have been, too, and hope they continue to get bigger, better, and uh, better, uh, better than ever. Uh, why not be reckless? Okay, why not be casting with HGS commentators? I stream every single day, 11 o'clock in the morning, every single morning. Uh, and uh, I do YouTube content, which I'm going to get back to doing at least on a bi-weekly basis at a minimum. I'll get back to it. And uh, it, it, it's been great. It really has been. Thank you guys for, uh, so much for watching. My name is Active. Uh, I go by Active E on Twitter. I go by Active E Live on YouTube as well. So if you want to check out the YouTube on Twitch, I stream every single day at 6 p.m. Eastern as well. So definitely check out the Twitch channel if you'd like. We have our Twitters down below, and you can find our Twitch channel through our Twitter. So um, you can do that. I might just add the Twitch as well so it's easier for you. I'm not sure. But Tony talked about growth. The biggest thing that you guys can do here. Because this, I believe this show is really wanted across the entire HCS community. I think that people want a show like this, but a lot of people don't know we're doing this, okay? So spread the word. Tell your friends. Tell everyone you know that, that is involved with HCS or likes watching Competitive Halo. Let them know that we do a show. You don't have to point them to the Twitch stream. We do this, you know, live, but... Point them to the YouTube, point them to the Spotify, and, uh, you know, give them something to listen to or watch throughout their day. My name is Active. That's going to be it. We have Tony here as well. Make sure you see us next time, next Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, on twitch.tv slash HCS Source. We'll see you then.